0: Yeah. Anyway, so what the Ramkhala is basically building up is an entire um, argument for the setup. Why the, why the Bria, why the creation looks the way it does. I mean, so so far we've seen as, uh, that the whole point of the Bria ultimately is to reach what's called Shlemus. And we've uh, thought about that and analyzed that. What does perfection really mean and so on. Therefore, there has to be what's called deficiency, in order to be shremous, there has to be deficient, so in order to be perfection, and so on, you know. So the says that in order for these things to exist, deficiency and, and, and perfection and so on, there are many what's called conditions that have to be met, requirements. And as a result of that, a person can go from deficiency into the acquisition of perfection and so on. So that's what Ramchal says, and Dalit, you know. And then Ramchal says, of course, that who is the, who is the uh, individual or individuals that are destined to be the ones to receive the uh, Shalom, you know? Who are these individuals? And of course, the answer is mankind. These are the people. And uh, if you remember last week, which is very important actually, I went into the whole concept of who are these individuals, and where is the concept of, the, of Israel, what the definition of Israel is, and what the definition of, uh, uh, of Jew is, Hebrew. And of course I mentioned that. But, uh, Hebrew is a nationalistic term, you know, it makes sense, national term, whereas Israel does not refer to a nation. Specifically, it really refers to a kolyach, an ability, a power. And I had mentioned what the power was, which is really the greatest power in the universe, and that is the power of Timson. It's the ability to bring in God closer or to remove him. Uh, of course, the Böncheng does that voluntarily, but there is no greater power than that, you know, than God's entry or his exit, so to speak, from the Bria, of creation not that God exits, but he clearly stops what's called the shepherd and, and so on, you know. There's a certain concept which you have to really think about, which I mentioned a while back, but it's a very important concept, you know. Well, people think, you know, the Rosham is really... Yeah, you know, everybody has different ideas about who God is, but these uh, vis-a-vis us. And, uh, you know, God is a king and so on, you know. But there's something that you have to, when you, in describing God himself, his unique properties. Um, what You know, I once mentioned that there's a thing called reality, what is. A lot of things that are, you know, and it just it doesn't only mean that which is, in actuality, <coughs> there's what is in terms of potential. And reality is not just objects, it's also uh, ideas and so on. Uh, But when we think of God, what is so unique about the Mersham is that God is not part of reality at all, which is a very interesting concept. Reality is part of God. God is a being that determines what is and what is not. What is real? What is reality? Totally. That's what he can determine. And as far as I'm concerned, that is the greatest power that any being can have to actually determine what is and what is not. You know, it's far more than the king. You know, a king can give a command, and then if you know, observe his command, he can punish you. If you do an uh, observer's command, of course, he can reward you. But a king is not in charge of reality. You know, he himself is subject to the laws of reality or to the laws of being. God decides what the laws of being is, altogether, and so on. <laughs> so, what, what is important, ultimately speaking, and I think in the, in the end, that's what uh, the, uh, what a person realizes, is that God is, and God has absolute control of reality, of whatever it is, which is total, which is a total, absolute control. Of anything, and of course, it's the greatest uh, of all powers, and so on. And therefore, I think ultimately, man will realize that, you know, that God is everything, so to speak. And that really is part of the experience in Noam Habo. You know, we say that we we feel our own existence because we are able to experience the existence of God within us. And it is through that experience that we ultimately get that Hassuka, and that really ultimately is the shamus, is the perfection. We finally unders- We finally get it, as they use the expression. We f- we actually get it, and so on. You know. Uh, and because that, that, there are many there are many variations or degrees of people understanding who God is. People understand that God is all powerful, but you know, but God is part of reality, and so on. You know. Uh, You know, God can fight people, he can do this, he can do that. But ultimately speaking, it's not that there's nothing else. All reality is actually determined by God. Even the laws of reality itself. Which I find
1: to be very interesting. Reality and existence is the same same definition? Well,
0: reality is simply whatever exists is real, is a reality. It's the same thing, ultimately. You know, it's pretty the same thing. And the one, the Ramchal says, the one who's destined to experience this, of course, is mankind. And that's okay. all concept of Who is mankind? But the Ramchal says something, as I said, very interesting in that is mankind are not the Jews. Mankind is mankind. And therefore, Odomenishin, of course, was not Jewish because it wasn't necessary. Which makes a lot of sense. Because it doesn't make sense that God would create so many beings, so many people, men and women and so on, and select one to be the the nation that will be an olim abow. Is something that makes sense about that? You know what I'm saying? Especially the Jews didn't do anything to deserve it when they were selected, except Avraham Avinu did deserve it because he chose to he chose God, so God chose him in that sense. <coughs> but before Avraham Avinu, what they do? Olim didn't do anything to select, to be selected, and well, so on. the all the goyim and even the Eden
1: we all carry the burden of. And forefathers, in other words, the grain today are suffering or whatever you want to call it. They're in their situation, of course, of their the daughter the door of Mabo. Well,
0: they're, yeah, in a certain sense, yeah, there's the the I mean? uh, they're the uh, and so on. They have people come back, and, you know. Uh, well, they're not. They're being defined by not what they necessarily did themselves. Well, that the, that question leads us: What is a joghur? Is it an actual Person that comes back, or something else that comes back, and so on, you know. But in any case, so this is what he said. So therefore, he says, <laughs> he says it openly. It's mankind. And everything that exists, everything, exists only whether, he says, whether those, um, uh, those uh, entities are great or low, whatever they are, diminished, the whatever, and so on, only exists your m'yanar, which means that he should complete his job. That's it. So, therefore, every single thing that is, this is a big statement, everything that exists has only one reason. In some way, it will contribute or assist the ability of mankind to achieve shlemas. If it doesn't, it doesn't exist. That's even it's, the, it's the greatest of all rules. It is the ultimate reason why everything exists. it even a God? Even a gun, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I went last week into the whole
1: concept of God. You there. Yeah. No, even the table... I mean, I just, you posted it? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Very important. Shea, when you said anything that ex- gets ex- extinguished, like any s- uh, species that are extinguished, is because they don't... They, don't they become
0: extinct. they become yeah.
1: extinct. Right. It's, it's because... It's because <laughs>
0: their purpose is not. I mean, not that we should actively seek to destroy <laughs> species. Right. Uh, but every single... Which is really astounding because it just shows how complex everything. Imagine. <clears throat> There's a certain amount of species. Scientists estimate this 1.5 million species of fungi. <coughs> what? Fungi. Molds, <laughs> mushrooms, <laughs> oh, you know, all this stuff that, you know, I mean, it's it, 1.5 million species <laughs> of fungi, Fungus, whatever they call it. How did they figure this out? They estimate, because there's, so, you know, they, you know, I'm not even talking about the...
1: There's a guy.
0: There's a, 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 a guy actually counting this. You mentioned one example.
1: Zebra had a stripe. was so a stripe because somehow the stripes contributed to. Yeah. You yeah. mentioned yeah. I was going to say this. Say it again.
0: No, it's, okay. I'm just showing you. You know, we think, yeah, we got, we've got God figured out. You know? Yeah. Sure. Right. You want to figure out God? You need to explain why there are seven thousand species of ants. <laughs> Ants, you know a little thing crawling around in your garden? Sometimes, hopefully it's not in your house, right? And th- a species means they're individual differences. It's, there are 300,000 species of beetles. Of diff- Not beetles, there are trillions of beetles, but there are 300,000 uh, different uh, types of beetles. and the distribution, There was once, I forgot his name, an entomologist, not an entomologist, an entomologist. Uh, those are the guys who study bugs, insects and so on, you know. He once said, you know, God must love beetles because he made so many kinds. <laughs> 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 he came with this incredible observation. <laughs> he just must love beetles. Why you make 200,000 species, you know? I was like, found that, that an interesting observation. But, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know uh, there's like uh, it 1.5 million species of fungus, fungi, whatever they're called, right? Scientists estimate there's 100 million species and so on. Most of them of which are unicellular, one cell. You know, say the human body has 100 billion, 100 trillion uh, cells. You have to correct that. The human body has 10 trillion cells. The other 90 is bacteria. That's how many, that's how much bacteria you have in your gut. That's a whole science now. Uh, the, all the bacteria in the gut, because they they find the, the, this incredible amount that aid in digestion, what even more they do. Imagine 90 trillion bugs, <laughs> pathogen, and most of them are beneficial. 90 trillion uh, no, 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 hanging out in your intestines. <laughs> a, you know I'm what? To be careful on this. <laughs> 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 this is <how> <laughs> That's besides the challenge, yeah. And, and I hear that they I hear that they love challenge. Thank
1: God. You know, like,
0: you know, go but I want to tell you something. Not only are the amount of species has to be explained. Why so many? How do you mean different you know? But every bug that exists has to be explained. Why did why is there You know, almost an infinite amount of bugs, bacteria, one-celled animals, and so why? You know, but not only that has to be explained. (coughs) Why does a tiger look the way it does? That has to be explained too. Because remember, nothing exists before God brought into existence, right? So God did. You know, it's all the way, all the appearances of all these entities, the appearances and their properties and their abilities and talents. You know, all of them were created. Why? Each, every single iota of your idea of reality has a purpose. How can anybody possibly figure this out? You see, you know. I'm just saying, why does an amoeba look the way it does, one cell, and why does it have all the properties that it has? It, amoeba itself has thousands and thousands of different properties and so on, and each one is calculated to assist mankind to do the tikkun. It's beyond belief. You just you can't fathom that and so on. But there's, and there's a lot. I think the Ramchal says in another place. There's a great deal of the we will never understand. Even about. even there. why does an elephant have a trunk? What well, have a trunk? The long nose, you know. To wash themselves. I mean, that's an old joke. No, it's for them. <laughs> to wash themselves. I mean, the people who don't have long friends also wash themselves. <laughs> yeah. They use their hands instead of their nose, you know? Uh, but this is... But I want to tell you something. There is a clue. There is a clue. what's a very interesting story of the Ari and Rabhaim Vital was the greatest student of the Ari. He was the greatest... Obviously, he was the one who wrote what the Ari wrote, you know? So... The Rab-Khain, the Tao, pressed the Avri to reveal to him the reason for a specific type of animal, whatever it was, that we call it what it was. What, so the question is, what is Rab what's he into zoology? I mean, what is he? Did you know, he went to school to learn animal species? What, what is this, you know? No, because every, every Hanhoga of the Rabba Reshmaelam is expressed in a creation. And what we don't understand is there are animals and all these things, all of these express. they are nothing more than physical expressions of different Hanhogas of the Burjila. So he wanted to know this specific animal, what was the, what's its counterpart, hogger <coughs> in the Burjila. Interesting. The, 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 he was a real zoologist. I mean, that, that's how you learn zoology. You know what I'm saying? The See, the Ari told him, I cannot tell you. I cannot tell you it's a suit. Whatever it is that I can't. I cannot reveal to you. So Chaim Vitao was not satisfied, but it's incredible that the Ari would know. I mean, it's beyond belief what he knew.
1: You know, <laughs> and
0: he and he never took a course in zoology. I guarantee you that. <coughs> you know, so the Chaim Vital pressed him. Interesting story because it reveals a lot. He pressed him. So the Ari said, "I have I have come specifically to Swas to teach you. That's why I came to Tzfas, to teach Reb Chaim town. You know, Eliyahu told him, because he had Gili Eliyahu in, in Egypt. He had Gili Eliyahu, and he always says, you need to transmit this, you need to go to Tzfas and meet there Reb Chaim Town. That's the whole reason why he went, which is interesting, you know? So he said to Reb Chaim V'tal, even though, I'm telling you now, my job is to come here for you alone, to specifically teach you, I can't tell you. Why not? He said, because if I reveal the Hanhoga, or rather, the, what the, the, this animal uh, represents, the Hanhoga of the Bershalom, the Ari said, he will die. Now, one would say, you know, it's interesting, one would think, oh, the Ari would, would die, yeah. He said, if I tell you the secret, it's Nisa. He told them, you know. So, which is interesting, was one would think Reb Chaim Vita'el would let off. Now, he didn't want to, to stop, you know, he kept pressing, you know, you got to tell me, please, you know, which is really, to me, it's very interesting, you know, to, you have to really understand why he did it, you know. I mean, I heard of Tamidim killing the Rebbe, but this is going too far. <laughs> you know, this is like, wow, you know. Anyway, he finally pressed him so much that, yeah, he told him. <coughs> he told him the, what that hugger was. And, the of the cities and so on. So a short while later, the Ari said, "It's over with," and he, he said, "I'm out of here." You know, and he told them, told them when and how. You know, the Ari. You know, and so on and so forth. So eventually, the Ari died. He was only 38 years old, very young. You know, he died and so on. And uh, but what you learn from the story is that every single thing that exists somehow is a manifestation, or a representation, of some Hog of the
1: Burjim. It's not only for the ecosystem.
0: It's not only just for the ecosystem yet. It represents some porcupines with their quills. Somehow they represent something about the Burjim. But it, it, it is so infinite that we have no Asaba, you know. And I think the Ram Khan says in another place that ultimately we will not know a lot of things. You know, like I said, you know, why does an elephant do the way it does? or a tiger and so on and so forth. I mean, they're beautiful creatures. I think of well, this here. I mean, these creatures, they're magnificent creatures. If you look at a tiger, it's absolutely my... Magn- I mean, assuming you're, you're not in a cage with it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> then somehow the beauty gets blurred and you just get out <laughs> of it, you know? But if uh, you're looking at it, it's a magnificent creature. A tiger, a lion, it's just incredible, you know? And they all represent Dhanagar the of in some aspect. So most of this stuff we won't know. It's just beyond us, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, but anyway, mean, that's what he says. He's every single, which is an incredible statement, which he said. For all shah nevoim and all the rest of creation, bain imenu, the, the elite creatures, and so on, and those which are of inferior status, elo it's only for mankind, in order that he should complete his union or his purpose. Okay, and so for So, which is a remarkable thing. And therefore, we, we, we understand that everything that exists only exists that we can do the job. The amazing thing, as I pointed out last week, is Nino Nusha changed. The original job was given to mankind, which makes sense. 2,000 years and then after 2,000 years they sinned so a bunch of them said I'm not taking it away from you guys and I'm giving it to um, the uh, Jews. They will not complete which is really the history of the Tikkun. By the way that's why Jews can never be destroyed because they're the only ones that can do the Tikkun. You destroy them that's the end of the Briya. There's nobody that there can do the Tikkun and, and that's it. That, that is the single greatest guarantee that there has to be at least one Jew left. It almost happened at in mean, the Holocaust, you know? There has to be one Jew left that does the Tikkun, and so on. That's why the Jews can never be destroyed, and, and, and so on. In any case, <clears throat> so this is what he did, what the Bodhsham did. Now, the question is, what is the purpose really, ultimately speaking, So, the Ramchal says, I'm not going to get into the Gimel, but I I will talk about some aspects of Berek Gimel and so on and so forth, you know, which is very important. What is the bottom line, really? What does the Baruchel want us to do? So we know. The answer is Tikkun. He wants us to rectify creation. Right? What's the problem? What is the inherent damage or deficiency that the motion wants us to correct we know
1: that right anybody know? you should know by now Sufa. <coughs> is it? Sufa. who? Sufa. no no
0: that's true Navdik Sufa is in order to give us the merit of it hmm. but what does he want us to do? what is the job of a Jew? Tikkun. what is Tikkun really? Tikkun what? The, uh, what's the answer to that? very I mean, specific. Uh, okay, right. I, no, I, no, I, it's no. Gidui. No, because before, all the mission yeah, had in an okay. tic- and there was no Zoyama. Right. I mean, not that we can speak of. There was Zoyama, but it was contained within the Nochosh. Yeah. Right. Simpson? So w- what? Simpson? <coughs> That's the operational mechanism. Now, what does he want us to do?
1: Gilu. Isn't Gidui?
0: kilo? Gilu? of what? Sure. To bring the presence of God back into creation. That's what he wants. The Bosham left, that's the ultimate symptom, right, where he contracted himself and so on and so forth, whatever that means. And he wants us to bring him back. That's basically what he wants. When he comes back, what will happen?
1: What happens?
0: (laughs) Who? Who? (laughs) Bottom line. Sheikh is the one who brings him back. Uh, Tichot, who?
1: The route we uh, go. Who? The route, the... Uh, What's the bottom line? What happens? Everyone will do the same way. Who? Everyone, all three, will do the same Will we'll do? The same way.
0: Yes, all this
1: is true. That's Tico, no?
0: All this is true, but what really happens? What's the bottom line? <coughs> oh. True. It's the real thing that happens. What? True. Everybody knows. I mean Ichud is going to be apparent.
1: Everybody will know Hashem.
0: Yes. Everybody's right. Yes. What really happens? Actually I said it already before. Horror. yes, but what happens vis-a-vis us? Well six connected. Okay. Reality changes. Remember, I said before. That's why I said it. The is the controls all reality, right? The type of reality, the, whether you call it the quantity of reality, the quality of reality, the type of reality, whatever it is, started off at a certain point as a given, <coughs> a certain amount. Let's use that word, amount of reality. Let's use that word, right? When the Bosham re-enters, so to speak, reality changes. That's a big word. I mean, we're talking about reality. I'm not talking about a specific thing. Reality changes. It's very hard to understand what that means. That's one of the reasons why we can't master what, what the Mashiach will do, let alone what Uyghur is about. The reality in the time of Mashiach is not the same as our reality. You know what I'm saying? We don't understand what that means. And the way it happens, is because the Rabbanishim enters the Haora, right? So was, so the Haora changes reality
1: into a reality that we do not know. What, what does it mean that the, the, the Mashiach's not going to change anything except she would Kusub, Baim? No,
0: that's Ben Yosef, not Ben Dovim. That's Ben Yosef. The are two, two different Mashiach, right? and each one has a different job. Well, so Mashiach Ben Yosef's job has fundamental job is to, <clears throat> to, to uh, combat evil or Ra, just like Yosef from its and so on, right? But, but ultimately speaking, that's what changes, it's reality changes. Which means if reality changes, which means, and that happens because God is exposed, you know what I'm saying? So the fundamental disease of mankind is cured. What is the fundamental disease of mankind? Yes or no. What's the fundamental problem that mankind has? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the change of reality. We Who? We don't know our existence. No. No. Mm-hmm. The fundamental change that that happens is Ignorance is gone. Why do we hate it? Why is it the malachim don't sin? Because they're not ignorant. They're not ignorant. They see reality. You see, we don't. That allows us to have all kinds of illusions, you know, misconceptions, falsities. That's what happens. In a mockum of ignorance, we sin. Malachim don't sin. Because there's no ignorance. There's no, you know what I'm saying? They're not ignorant of any reality. Well, in a certain sense, they are of higher levels of that reality. So therefore, ignorance is gone. Ignorance is gone. No more sin. It's over with. You see? So, the fundamental problem that we have is ignorance. And that allows everybody to sin. Everybody with me? These, look at the rules I'm building up slowly. Fundamental structure. Right? So, one, God is in charge of reality. Totally. Two, he can determine, <coughs> manipulate reality based on his presence or absence. That's right. right. Number three, we are created with a certain Hester of reality. That's number three. What does that create in us? Ignorance. Ignorance allows us to suffer. <coughs> Next question. But what is the central point of the ignorance? What are we ignorant of? Shance control. Yes. But therefore, what does that create in us? Independence. Good. We all suffer from an illusion. This is the problem. Without the reality of God, we suffer from an illusion. What is the illusion? We think we're somebody. We think we're somebody. This is the problem. We think that we have an independent reality from God. That we are actually a somebody. Somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the essential problem here. So when the illusion appears, we, what do we realize? We are... Nobody. Zero. How does it feel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sounds scary.
0: You know, it's almost—it's—it's uh, almost—it's called an oxymoron. A nobody, if he's truly a nobody, can have no feelings because he's nobody. It's almost like that, right? I mean, and, uh, well, but that's reality. We are really nobody. Zeros.
1: That's what the even said, by I've seen. I would no, it's the what? Even if we have seen it, we want to see the ultimate matius. Well, That's yeah. They
0: say. Yeah. Well, the ultimate matius would would be their be their non-existence, which obviously is not there. But but does it bring non-exist? When we are nobody, does it bring really non- is it closer to non-existence? As close as you can get and still realize you non-exist. But it's a, you can't do that. You can't realize non-existence and and there's nobody to to realize the existence. Yeah, to a certain extent, yeah, ultimately that's what it would be. So therefore, what do we call that? What is the ultimate idea that tells us we are nobody? And the answer is, That's really what it is. The entire Torah, or the Avodah, or the ultimate hasoga is Ainuad besides God there is nothing else Mamish literally you see so once that happens what what's the reality what do we think about ourselves nothing you see that's the bottom line the bottom line ultimately is Ainud Muvadoy this is what the Ranishman wants us to know but in the time of machine sh- right now we can know it in an intellectual way. You know, I can think about it and intellectualize it and so on. But can I actually experience my nothingness? My inner nova which is the inner novada? not really. Because we have all types of menyas, right? What are those things that convince <laughs> us with somebody? Okay.
1: Well,
0: what? Well well. Guy would be the expression of being somebody. Mm-hmm. But what are those things that foster the illusion that we're somebody? Well, the first thing, the most important thing is what? I have a sense of self. I have a sense of self, you know? And because I have a sense of self, I think I exist also independent of God. <coughs> we walk around with a sense of self. That's the first m- most difficult thing to break through. But, and it's loving, we <coughs> No, not the same self that we have now. That's cool. What? That's cool, yes. <laughs> yes, no, it won't be the same. Is I mean, we'll, I mean, see, we'll, we'll have a sense <coughs> that we exist, yeah, yeah, but, but, but it's not the same sense of self
1: that we have oh, now. No, what is, it? is it a sense of no body or an exchange for oneness, feeling oneness with Hashem? Is there going to be a lowering of the sense of this, uh, ego or whatever? Well, oneness simply means that you don't community. feel a
0: separate identity. You will not feel You it. don't feel a separate identity <coughs> <coughs> But our sense of self is the major ego. What's the second illusion that we have? We live forever. Who? Forever. The, the what? We live forever. No. We live forever. No, we don't have that illusion. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to. No. No. What what what's the second thing that we go through that fools us?
1: Desires and impulses, feelings.
0: Well, that's that's Evolve. okay. That's the sense of self plus Evolve. our sensations, our thoughts, our feelings. <coughs> that also all gives us the illusion of self. But there's something else. We think we are causes. Schlitter. We think we are schlitter. Uh-huh. We think we can cause. We are a causative agent. You go out, you make a living. Hey. I just made a thousand bucks, you know. We think we're causes and so on. Because whatever we do, whatever happens only happens in response basically to our uh, involvement. So we think we're a real cause, you see. So that's a second factor that fools us. Not just our sense of self and our properties or features, but also because we look like we actually cause. You know, if I move this, I cause that to be moved. You see, that's what I think, but not really. What moved that wasn't me, it was the British world Except it looks like I moved it, that my boundary of arm moved that, you know, but in reality, I didn't move it. So He's didn't... the only cause. You know, he said that's what's called... So the first concept, let me give it a name, it's important. The first concept that I want, that I exist independent, right? That illusion is opposite than the truth. And the truth is Yichud <laughs> That only God is. And I'm on one. It's called Yichud, the oneness of his existence. The fact, right? Okay, the second <coughs> idea I think I cause is, the opposite of that is Yichud <laughs>
1: Shkintasoi. He's the only one that is a cause. Isn't this, isn't this going to strengthen Naulik Sufa? At the end Stent- of the day, you feel the whole problem of Sufa is that it's, that any that anything you're given free is is you, you feel I'm supposed to be a creator. No, still a no,
0: but but the fact that we come to that realization by our own efforts—that's the tikkun
1: of Naulik Sufa. So now, by coming to that through our own efforts. Correct. Yeah. That it's a paradox. And now it's I can e- now I can enjoy my non-existence. Exactly. Sort of. Yeah. Exactly. You see.
0: So that also gives us a sense of illusion. What's the third thing that gives us a sense of illusion? These all things interfere with our ability to see a name of other, our sense of self, the fact that we actually look like we cause things. What else? Other people. <coughs> Zulosei, exactly. Others. I look around this room, you know, I see other people. You know, if there's a real Yechid mitzi you know, what are you guys all doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Which is sometimes something I really ask. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see others, what's called Zulosei others. I thought you wanted others. What? I thought you wanted others. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's because I want to persist in my illusion. <laughs> <laughs> and you would make it stronger.
1: <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so, therefore, the concept of a zuloso also fools me. You see. That, that, obviously, I'm independent. I see. I can cause. I'm independent. I have a sense of self. And I see many other things going on, you know. And then there's other causes of the illusion. I don't see God at all. I see all kinds of people trying to manipulate the world, doing all kinds <coughs> of things. So I see that they are have <coughs> other forces. There's all these Zulosa themselves are forces. You know what I'm saying? Each person is a force. All of this interferes with my ability to know the Enigma. In fact, what Khan says, which is very interesting, what well, the Mosheim said to all the Morishim, lechem," in the sweat of your brow you will want eat bread. Right? What was that? Was that in Onush? So most people would say it's punishment because you violated. You ate from the tree, right? Tree of Eitz Hadas You ate from the tree of good and evil, right? So I now punish you. You know, you got to sweat. Now you gotta make a living. You gotta sweat for this. Before this, before the sin, right, automation to take off anything and eat whatever you want. There was no effort involved. But now you need to work for a living. You need to sweat. Voido. <coughs> so is it what was it an Oyanish? Yes. Yes. Everybody agree? Well, are you are all afraid to <laughs> say? How does to you? I disagree. <laughs> ah, yes, I disagree. Yes, but it's not yes. enough. You're going to have to explain yes. why you disagree.
1: It's How? You so you'll be the cause. Well, so now you, you have to realize the solution. Yeah, you have cause. to realize. That's what it is. Mean.
0: Very good. Awesome. That's what it is. This wasn't an oymish. It was a mida connected mida. When you ate from the tree, you thought that you would be independent of me. Right? and that you can cause. Well, here's what's going to happen. From now on, things are only going to happen as a result of your efforts. So it looks like you're a cause. And you break through that illusion. Well, the version intensified the factors that caused us to make a mistake. <coughs> you see? That's what he I means, right? That you'll be able to eat bread. Not because I gave the bread, because you expended efforts. You sweated. But wait a minute. That's really an illusion. So, I, so now i got to break through that illusion also. So what the Boshan did is he allowed me to be in the darkness. He, he intensified the darkness, or he intensified the illusion of what I am. So really, it's not an Oynish. It's really a change in the test situation. He's agreed to,
1: to play the game that Tata Marishna was starting, basically.
0: Well, that yeah, in that sense, yeah, he made it worse.
1: It's a media, so, you you know. Know.
0: Well, yeah, because uh, well, we'll get into other um, reasons why did he eat from the tree? Because he wanted to be independent. You want to be independent? I'm not going to create a situation which will foster you thinking that you're independent.
1: But know. that, but that is an Why? Because I, I have less. Well, he less made connection a f- to the Russian. Yes,
0: but he made the test harder.
1: Well, at, at, at the same time.
0: Yes, but it's not an Oynish.
1: Is it's not like, just one or the other. I mean,
0: the yeah, but well, what he did is he intensified. Okay. It made it much more difficult to test. There's still a test, but now you know it's more difficult. In other words, what he did is he gave automation what he wanted. You want to be independent? I'll give you independence. More, more illusions that you're independent. What do you want that for? What? Why do you want that? Why do who want that? Automation. Yeah. He didn't want that, I and mean, he was he was he was tempted by the. How has the Ravisham
1: make it that he can get out of it if he makes it Ah, uh, Okay. If he, if he blew it the first time, you know, it's like, good.
0: Well, yeah, it would seem like to <coughs> blow it the second time, which is exactly. exactly and that harder. It. it is harder, yes, yeah. But that's the concept of Din, of justice. It has to be. You create your own situations. You know, you you actually created a more difficult situation. Ravisham didn't do that what you just said listen if you insist on thinking we want to be independent I'll give you independence, I'll make the illusion worse and you think you're independent but because that's what you want. Rosh
1: has to be the courage to be able to be in has to be the if, courage? If he's putting you deeper into it he's
0: going to give you more courage to be able to get out of it also. To, to, probably to a certain extent yes. Probably, yes. <coughs> I, would, I would imagine so, yeah. So therefore what we now realize is something very important. The essence of what the, uh, the messianic era is, is that ignorance is dispelled. What is dispelled? The concept of who the Rebosham is, and therefore the diminishment of who I am. Because I am the greatest competitor to God, in that sense. Man, it's either me or God, it's one or the other, you know? In other words, the, the, the greatest illusion man has is about his own sense of who he is. That's the greatest imped- impediment of all. It's very important, you know. And therefore, by the Basham coming back, what he ultimately does is he changes reality. Where well, you can no longer have that illusion. Malachim don't have the illusion that there's somebody's. You know, that's why, you know, it's funny. It says, but when we're Isha call Odom shiva What's the Deer here? <coughs> he was the most humble man that ever lived. But he wasn't the most humble creature, being. Who's more humble than Moshe? Malachim. It's a drasha. Malachim are more humble than us. Why? Because their reality doesn't allow them to have an illusion. They know who they are. Zeros. You know? So they don't have that illusion. And so on, you know? And that's from the Deer. We call Adam Sheba he was the most humble man that ever lived, you know. So why was he But there was somebody humble, and those are the malachim. This this. That's why hitting the cellar
1: was the worst thing for Moshe. Was that <coughs> when he hit the cellar? That was the worst thing for Moshe to do because he was expressing independence. Any deviation
0: from Rotsana Bere is an expression of some aspect of independence. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. What what is this um, this illusion we have? I mean. I speak for myself, but we could fight our yezhara. Like that, we could. <laughs> I mean, some t- sometimes we we'll put ourselves in a situation where really, like I'm saying, if we were more realistic, or oh, again, I'm talking for myself. Like you, you know that you, you you're gonna lose, but you always like you want you want to feel that you're gonna win. You're gonna you, that you're stronger than than the than the So what do you want? What Is this like an illusion of power, an illusion of independence, like what kind of illusion is that?
0: Yeah, Yeah, all sin ultimately has a sense that I am somebody independent of God, you
1: know.
0: There has to be. Uh, What's the famous statement? Right. You ever hear
1: that statement? Yeah.
0: Nobody sins unless a spirit of shtus, Whatever you call it, we watch those folly, stupidity enters. Why? What is the someone Somebody's not not control.
1: No, Someone's unrealistic. There's no task. Well, somebody who has
0: lost touch with reality, mm-hmm. right. and the mela everything else, right? So it's funny. In order for so, uh, so if women the only way you can sin is in some aspect reality has to be distorted. You can't sin unless you distort reality. What is the distortion that you need to do? I'm somebody. Or else you can't sin. That's why Malachan can't sin. They cannot distort reality. <coughs> That's what Khazar means. A person cannot sin unless he distorts reality. What? I'm somebody. My will is also important. I am independent of God. You see, <coughs> and so as long as you have that distortion, you can sin. How could Samachman did it? Who? How could Samachman did? Did what? I mean, he
1: distorted his reality, and he thinks he's somebody. Who the Yeah. I mean, he's he thinks he's big time, and he'll be even more.
0: The uh, uh, the talks about that. It's called the merit of the sitra the rebellion of the sultan. The interesting thing about the sultan. He's a mawkin historian. Uh, Sutton is a very, very interesting being, uh, uh, and so on. But Sutton thinks that if he gets enough Jews to sin, you know, it's, it's called tikbar if he grows through the acts of the sin, ultimately he will become a real being. It's a distortion. The version purposely distorts. distorted knows Oh, he knows Sutton. now, he, he knows yeah, he's, now he's not real.
1: No, no, he knows he's not real. Yeah,
0: he's, a, he's, a, he's an aspiring being. <laughs> <laughs> how did he start? He aspires him? to be a real <laughs> being, that's what he is. But How did he start? He started out Why did the a... Bansham do that? That's the question. The Sutton, which is interesting, he labors under an incredible distortion of reality. He can't do what he wants, that, he knows that. The Sutton, his only power is Kitrup, prosecution. That's all. He, the only way he can get what he wants is by prosecuting.
1: But doesn't That's he try it. to get you to... Isn't he also the it's a that tries to get you? Yes. So he's the a hard he's prosecuted
0: his sin, right? And then if you sin, he prosecutes you. Based on the prosecution, he can be unique from your leadership. Well, but how did he start? He, 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 he didn't. He didn't start that way. But, let's, you know, go slow. The question is, so he is under a distortion that he has a certain illusion that he can become a somebody. If he gets enough Jews to sin, which means if he can take enough kedusha, he can actually—the Ramchal calls it the merit, the rebellion of the sitrahro—very interesting concept, and so on. The question is, why would the bushim do that? Why would the bushim give him that distortion?
1: Mm-hmm. No, he no, he didn't get it himself. <coughs> How did he start in the first place, though? After the chet of Adonation. So, so he was in. The, he was represented by the luchash. What was he doing, just doing Hashem's rotsam and that's it? Yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's it. He was, well, no, he can only do the rotsam. But, I'm saying, but in the beginning he was like, some the, malach, the first, just a malef, like any malef that wants to do rotsam Hashem. So he was the same thing, he's doing rotsam Hashem, just to get out of his yes, fire, whatever. But, but then he became... The mistake that he makes is that he could become somebody. But he's very thing that he started out as, since you be saying, he started as a regular malef that just wants to do rotsam Hashem. Yes. But how did he turn into some uh, power-hungry... rebellious he was uh given that he
0: was made to think that way so when odomerician got his distortion Sutton got his distortion at the same time simultaneous uh, it's not clear when but certainly at that point in time you know after he gave odomerician after odomerician sin the saturn walked away with that illusion or he flew away however you think the The question is why Tell you some very just
1: why. It's not really his fault then, when gave him that. Doesn't it, yeah. It In a certain sense, that's not his fault. But why would he be destroyed? Because he has no purpose. No, because he's,
0: he's, um... It's not an oynish th- that he's uh, destroyed. He's too enthusiastic about his job. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Maybe it. no, uh, it's not an oynish, right? It's too,
0: to his target. What? No, it's not an oynish. Uh, you know, what it really means is that he probably won't be destroyed. But he, the whole illusion will be gone, and therefore he remains
1: just a regular malach. You know, he's so, why and Hashem so- given? What? When Hashem given is this? Anybody? disease. 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 It, it, it is a disease, yeah. Why, is,
0: why does Hashem do that to him, to the, to the sultan? Anybody? I mean, the question is, he could do what he does without uh, any distortion. Why does he need the distortion? Right? Oh, That's what you're asking. That's the question. Why does he need the distortion? It has to be, what, what's the idea he could he do the same thing. It has to be good for the tikkun. No. For him to have the distortion has to serve the Tichel process. Why? Anybody figure out what? What
1: would be without the distortion? Who? Without the distortion, what would be? He would do the same he thing. Do it. He would do the same that thing. He will do the
0: exact same thing he's doing now.
1: That makes us a cause. Does Who? Makes he make us a cause? No. no. Did you ever hear the idea where the Sartre at the same time is challenging us? wants us to overcome this yeah, yeah, yeah okay i don't get to it's that i mean I, I
0: threw out a question i don't get it from not sidetrack
1: anybody know maybe if he if he wouldn't have the distortion then in, in mankind there wouldn't be a and that's he's projecting his distortion no time, you
0: know? no. So. <clears throat> no i mean no reason I he would do exactly the same thing there's no reason yes but there is a very important reason because what does a Sutton fundamentally do Kidru.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? what's the job of the sultan to uphold the enemy it's really what his job is to uphold justice that's what he does. he's the one who's assigned he's the prosecuting attorney he's the one that makes sure you want to you get rid of your marble? yeah you work for it but justice you know so he wants to get you to skin hoping that you'll overcome him right or if not then he prosecutes you and so on that's his job mm-hmm. That's a very dangerous job for the Deacon. Why? Because we all sin. And he'll prosecute us to death. There's no way to stop this guy. That's his job. You know what I'm saying? It's like he has what's called prosecutorial zeal.
1: <laughs>
0: He's zealous to do his job. But now, if we were at sadikam no problem. But no, we don't. We sin all the time, basically. He so get discouraged. Will, no. He's biased. So he'll destroy us with his ketuqim. Right. In other words, if if there's no damper on his prosecutorial zeal, we're finished. He needs, he needs anything, So here's the problem.
1: Out of wait. So here's this the problem. Is, you're just giving him another motive, then. No, the motive.
0: no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go oh, slow. So remember, if uh, if he prosecutes us, that's his job. Since we basically are <coughs> sinning all the time, uh, right? Ultimately, we are destroyed. We can't we can't stand up to the constant persecutions. <laughs> what does it say? Im avonis I said, me we're going to stand. Nobody's going to stand." You hear the vote? He'll kill himself. He
1: doesn't have any anyway. Why? If we're destroyed, he won't have
0: any nika. But he doesn't think that way. He thinks he will become, Moshim is giving him that illusion that he will become well, why a Why is he
1: giving him that illusion?
0: No. Oh, so that, but I'm, I'm we're building it slowly, yeah. right? So I'm telling you, the problem is, if the sultan is just a pure malach, he will destroy us. Because we cannot stand up to this constant ketrugim. Got it? So what does the Moshim do? An incredible thing. He gives him what's called a self-interest. You really, because the has an illusion that he can become somebody, right? But that's an interest, right? That means he's interested Absolute. in something. It's no longer the rotten It's a conflict of interest, right? He, it's no longer just the <coughs> rotten abuere, right? There's another interest involved. What's the interest? I want to serve myself.
1: This is the to become something. Control. So
0: therefore, to abolish, to abolish him, once, once he has a self-interest, then a barn can negotiate with him. That's the concept mm-hmm. of Sheikh yeah, Abdel-Saddam. You ever the expression Sheikh oh, Abdel-Saddam?
1: Wait,
0: wait. Wait. You hear really the concept of Sheikh Abdel-Saddam? Yes. Bribery yeah. Yeah. to the Saddam? That's how Yeah. How do you bribe a Saddam? You bribe a Saddam. <laughs> if what he's always doing is what's in a burial, how do you bribe a Saddam? I'll get some more beans
1: no, you may you may believe it's oh, he's So
0: therefore if you the tempt part him a them Wait, wait, wait. And therefore okay. if you tell him, you know, you know, if you do A, you're not gonna get too much. But if you do B, you're really gonna get mileage out of this. <laughs> you know, he's just a and fly mileage, right? And he'll go for it? So therefore, he'll go for it, yeah, because he wants the mileage. What's, yes. it, what's an example? Can I just
1: an example? Yes,
0: I'll give you an example. Like a little practical example. Yes, I will what? give you several. How's that sound? <laughs> We hear what. Once you've given the sultan Amen. an interest, then yeah. he will ch- pick and choose who is Mekatric. He'd rather be Mekatric this because he have get than Mekatric that. So in essence, the Vosham is able to spare people who are be would be chayev. But since the sultan is not Mekatric, and there's no dinam without Keturim, you should know. There's no, it's not that there's somebody else. If the sultan is Mekatric, there's a heavenly
1: tribunal. Oh, when if sorry. it's not
0: Mekatric, nothing happens.
1: Wait, interesting idea, isn't it? you mean nothing happens. does
0: Mishpat. No, Mishpat is done. Yeah, but there's a difference how the Mishpat works.
1: Like, like
0: down here. Kitrug will kill you. But the Moshans uh, will... Okay, I'll give you a little clap now. Then I'll give you a year from now another clap. There's an incredible amount of rachmonis tempered with the din. Whereas the sultan's Kitrug will destroy you. You know, it's full punishment now. We can't, can't survive that. But with the Bosham's mishpat is okay. I won't do it to you. I'll do it to your possessions, or I'll do it to you, but very slowly, or I'll give you a warning. This doesn't go on a court. You see, it's tempered with rachmonis So the Mosheim somehow has to stop the kitrugim. I he appointed. He can't stop the son because he's the agent of God in terms of din. So what the Mosheim does is he creates a Interest of the Sultan, so the Sultan thinks he can get more this way than that way. If he was doing with the Rotsnaboyre, there's no more this way that way. The Rotsnaboyre is do the keter, but if there's a what's called a self agenda, okay. this is the key. He has an agenda other than the Rotsnaboyre. Okay, that's probably the origin of all politicians. <laughs> So he, he hears All of politics is nothing more than satanic thoughts.
1: And that <laughs> How, is an understatement. Are you, are you <laughs> being McGalloch, the, the corresponding Anagam Hashem, that we find in politicians?
0: was that? <laughs> <laughs> now we know who these animals No. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> not So what the Barshav does is an incredible thing. He gives a certain interest, which creates another agenda, other than what's in So therefore, the Bansham could stop him by waiving the other agenda, you see, from doing the kidrip. What's a classic example? 1894, the Bansham says, okay, I want Kali to have Israel back. Up comes the Sultan and says, excuse me, you don't deserve Israel, you want to give Israel? something smells something's going on here you know what do you mean this is the beginning of the gula they can't do you know, so this. he's obviously a I don't want the, 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 the redemption because that's my end so the sultan says you can't give them back kitram because they don't deserve Eretz Yisrael they don't deserve it at all how could you give them Eretz Yisrael see and the sultan that's his job to him. So Boshim's not going to kill the guy and what's he going to do with the guy you know Subhashim so says you know you got a point so here's what I'm going to do we'll make a deal We'll give the Jews Eretz Israel, but your guys get it first. All the Mapaynics, the Laborites, all the Arab, all the (coughs) secular Jews, you guys get it first. All the Communists, the Maskilim, you guys get it first. So the Sultan thinks this is weird. This is too good to be true. (laughs) Why? Because if I get it first, don't worry. I have my agents, all the Chaytim, the Machtes right? They'll take care of the order from Charedim, from a guy's, and then the whole next will become fry, chatoim, and I'm gonna eat dinner steak every night. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's how Why so emotion bribe him?
1: Because to them. him,
0: so if he didn't have an agenda, the Sultan would say, "What's your Watson But he has an agenda, and his agenda is to get Klain to sin as much as possible. You see, prefer, so says, the Russian says, "We'll give the merit to throw, but you get it first. And he prefers to
1: sin uh, as a, 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 a Israel. it's more juice for him. Because he feels he can win or get everybody to sin. But in Eretz Yisrael, Shmuel is no; it's just bigger. Uh, the areas are bigger. Meanwhile, well, the Russian will take care of that. You see, that's one way. Another way. Another classic example,
0: right? Moshe The problem here: How can you bring Moshe Rabbeinu down to the earth? It's it's really what he is, right? So the says, listen, I'll give you another place to the Meqatli, against all the other Jews, paroi. So all of a sudden there's a kiddo, for whatever they were chote, memfesh, whatever was going on, so the Moshim threw them, the rest of the Jewish people, which are apidin, you know, so he slipped down the nishmas the mashiach, unbeknownst to the sultan. It's not a classic. Mm-hmm. Here's a third class example. The mm-hmm. Lordship says, okay, it's, um, we're coming closer to the Elof Shvi, 5,700 and so on, whatever and so on, you know, whatever. I want to bring down the old Mashiach. I want to, I want to begin. I want to be in the process. The Messianic light, I want to begin to... I want to begin to uh, spread the concepts of Kabbalah, which is the piece of terror. So the Sultan says, excuse me, you know, the kids wouldn't well, you can't give them Kabbalists information. <coughs> to do the centers of Kabbalah? Yeah, Kabbalah, you want to them in Kabbalah? I mean, look what they're doing down there. There's chathom going on over the place, and there's whatever going on, you know. And so I said, like, how can you give them the Om Mashiach, which is, or the surface of which is Kabbalah, that's really what it is. Surface, messianic light. How do you do this? So Boshim says, you got a point? Make a deal. Here's the deal. I'll bring down Kabbalah right but I'll give it to those guys that will have all the celebrities Madonna you know all the you know rock stars they're gonna be the first in Kobolum <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is incredible what a deal why because I'm gonna contaminate Metami Kabola so much that nobody's gonna want it you know all the rock stars you know what's going on you know all the rock stars holding water, selling zoyas to God and this and that. Don't worry, by the time I get finished with Kabbalah, nobody's gonna touch <laughs> it. <with that> football. <laughs> Fine. So Barsham says, okay. Your show. And that's what he does. When I mention names, he contaminates Kabbalah. But somehow it comes out... What? Somehow it comes out that he's losing it then. Of course, because Barsham is the boss in the end,
1: you know? That's why that's... that's well, the something doesn't
0: that. realize is that the agenda was merely to take him away from, uh, from well, excessive what, what do he doesn't realize
1: he hears us and he's having a good time. I no,
0: mean. no, he doesn't know everything. He's not God. But he hears us now, I mean... I don't know what he hears. He's really.
1: watching the
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, checks out the internet. Same question about
1: the shofar in every year. Yeah, Uh, yeah, exactly. You know,
0: but whatever it is, the fact that he has a self-interest creates an agenda, a self-agenda, which is different than what's in a And therefore, the bnei is able to incredibly minimize, not minimize, I should say, reduce the amount of kitruvdom. You see that he has to climb through. And therefore, we can exist. We can go on because of that. (coughs) The Bad news is that. We have a lot of problems because of this. You know what I'm saying? It sure goes to the friar, and Kabbalah goes to who knows what, and all those guys trying to contaminate Kabbalah, and so on and so forth. That's bad news, but the good news is at least it's down here. But what then the Rabban Shem does is he uses Satan, you know, to bring down. You know, today was the Pasha of Chukas, Par Duma. You know what I'm saying? Par Duma is a tremendously... Uh, mystical, obviously, area Even Shloma Merah couldn't understand. The, the real question is you know, what, what's the problem in understanding? The, the, the real problem of the poor Duma is a possible called Tuma Tomei, or actually Umi Tahara Mi How can Tuma produce Tahara? Kedusha. How? Tuma is antagonistic to, to, to Kedusha or Tahara. Yet, according <coughs> to the Mersham, the Ta- Kedusha, Tahara, comes from Tomah, which would seem to be an oxymoron. How does it come? Where is the production Wait, here? wait, wait. How can that be? So, what the most, and that's the great mystery of the Duma. How can somebody, in the very act of making a Tahara process, become Tome? So the guy who sprinkled the water on with the ashes, he becomes Toho, and the coin becomes Tome? Yeah. Because the tahara comes from Tummah, but nobody knows how that works. It's an incredible concept, you see. So therefore what we begin to see, okay, is that from the one of the ideas is that the fact that the Satan has his agenda and he thinks he's going to win, that actually brings the redemption to Kalim Israel, you see. The Satan is the greatest fool who ever lived, because in the end it is the Satan that brings the up that's right he is the one and when he wakes up one day and he says I can't believe that I actually brought the redemption it was that's what it means and the fool does not know this ishpahlo Yedo, uksilo you say he is and so on right he's the fool he doesn't realize that whatever he does is a complete manipulation of the Satan. He thinks he has uh-huh. his own agenda, but everything is to manipulate him so he doesn't destroy clients' world with dinam, which they can't, uh, uh, you know, they can't have what he called uh, maintain their existence because of the dinam. So that's the, uh, that's the understanding of why the Sutton has this merit rebellion, why he has an agenda or a self-interest other than what's not boring, and why he's able to think that way. So the Ba'ashem can manipulate him or negotiate with him, whatever. And therefore we can survive as a result. But ultimately speaking, that's what happens. You know. And I want to just tell you one example. It's an interesting example, which we don't realize. In many ways it's based on the Rambam. The Rambam says that originally who was supposed to be Mufasem, the Yichur of the Ba'ashem, the existence of God? Who? The Yidin. Except the Eden didn't do it. We lost the and Midrash. So the Ramam says the Goyim do it. The Bab russian gave the job to the Goyim to promote the existence and the unity and the oneness of God. That's really a fundamental purpose of Islam and Christianity. Stranger as it may sound. That they, the Ramam says this in the, the, the um, Mission Torah, that they have the job of promoting, if you think about it, most of the world is religious. Not religious, but they know the Bible. Who promoted the Bible? It wasn't the Jews. On the contrary, they didn't want anybody to translate it. So then who brought the Bible throughout the entire world? And the answer are Christian missionaries. Wherever they went, they brought their but their New Testament, whatever, which is based on the Torah and so on and so forth. And therefore people learned. They learned what? The concept that there is a God, that there is a Messiah. Because Christianity believes in a Messiah. Right and so on. Of course, it's it's filled with distortions, but at least they have fundamental understanding of Yahadus at a fundamental level. So it comes out that other religions have become a tool in the hands of God to promote Emunah. That's why there are two billion Christians, you know, which have a fundamental belief that there is a God. Okay, there are three of them, fine, but there are two gods. I mean, you, don't you know, so you know. You know, they can't, stand as one God, I got a couple more, right? Anyway, but, you know, but there's a concept of a messianic process. There's a concept of a messiah. They never knew this before. So I've heard of this, his concepts and so on. Or that there's a concept of tikkun, that the world has to become righteous. That there is a concept of righteousness. They have those concepts too. Where? From the Torah. Uh-huh. And who spread the Torah? The Christian missionaries. Very interesting. I asked you, what's one of the greatest um, promoters of the whole concept of a Mashiach? And ultimately that there will be a time, there will be a liberation from evil. Muhammad, Muhammad? <laughs> yeah. More than Chabad?
1: Who? More than Chabad? More <laughs> than Chabad. I realize that's <laughs> too difficult <laughs> to say. <laughs> <laughs> more so than Chabad. Chabad does a
0: great job. Yeah. There's actually somebody that's... actually. There are, there's an institution. Right now.
1: <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, there is an institution that is the greatest promoter in many ways. But remember, it's Tuma. It's essentially tumma. And this is the part of Tumma. Indians? Um, no, Indian no.
1: Moslems? Indian,
0: I mean Indian. Toho How is it possible that Tahara should come from Tuma? The bunch can pull that off we don't know how it's incredible yet there is an institution that's mole momo yet is one of the greatest promoters of beliefs of yahadus, the concept of messiah, the concept of the destruction of evil uh, who
1: Christians no movies who movies who? Movies. Huh? movies what's
0: this <laughs> 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 we, we'll first, don't get me wrong. I'm not telling you to go to the movies. <laughs> we meet, no, we We're, we're, we're talking a scoffer. You're looking at me, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, so just, uh, what is it? I
0: don't work for 20th Century Fox <laughs> or Disney or any of these guys. You don't realize there are many movies. I'm not remember, it's essentially Tommy. Let's not like get away from that. This is in no way to be interpreted as an endorsement of what they do. However, there have been many movies made that clearly are messianic, clearly messianic, that have promoted the concept of good and evil fighting, and good wins and evil is the same. <coughs> Yes, you don't realize that, you know, there have been, there have been movies made that clearly illustrate that. So the whole world knows about that. I mean, i, I give you one quick, classic example, right? Who?
1: Schindler's, um, Schindler's List. Who? Schindler's List? No, no, no,
0: I no, uh, no, no, nah, yeah. <coughs> Wars, no? No, that's a Biblical theme, that's obvious, you know?
1: No, a movie called
0: Star Wars. Very famous. Never heard of it, whatever. <coughs> famous, famous. famous. And the movie Star Wars was fundamentally about an evil empire, right, that tries to win over good. So there's a guy who's born who does not know who he is, that he's a messianic figure, who fights with this evil empire, and he destroys it. And then and, and he's looked on as a messianic figure. Where do I get this stuff? And then in this war, you know, this guy, there's a concept called the Force, right? Force, the force is one. Can be used for good or evil. <clears throat> what does that sound like? Kedusha. Kedusha can is toiv, but can be, the Satan can be unique from it and therefore use it for evil. There's a lot of messianic concepts in this particular movie, and so on. You know, uh, and and so on. So <coughs> the whole world knows about this movie. Star Wars it was one of the greatest films ever made. It, 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 I think today, the the, the the and there were three of them sequels. They made over three, or two or three billion dollars. I mean, it's world-known this movie. That means everybody in the world knows that there is evil, that <coughs> it will be subdued, that there's a, a figure that has destroyed evil, and that he employs a force that can be used for good or evil. Why can't that. I'm just saying. That means that you know. So when the Messiah comes, it's oh yes, yeah, Star Wars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs>
0: you know, I, I'm just saying we don't realize that. The Boshma is not restricted the way we are. I mean, you know, we think well, the Boshma is from.
1: <laughs> he doesn't go to the movies. Isn't it for the movies? <laughs> and you know,
0: you know, was the Boshma come to the Academy Awards? Of course, he doesn't do that. You know what I'm saying? You know, we don't realize what we're dealing with. We are dealing with a being that is beyond comprehension. That will use anything, tomorrow, to promote kedusha. That's the secret of the paraduma. And nobody understands how it works. I'm just giving you some <coughs> examples. I gave you one example of the negotiations of the Saturn. And why he has self-interest and a self-agenda. Right? Uh, but the Russian uses Tum all the time. The Satan Tamil uses. And he uses Hollywood. Hollywood is one of the greatest promoters, besides the fact that it's it's a rah. What they do is terrible. I want to promote. But part of what they promote is a belief, right? Of, of of many uh, concepts of others It's very strange. And the person uses them. They don't even know they're manipulated to doing that. And there have been many movies made with messianic themes. So after a while, anywhere in the world, people watch Hollywood movies all over the world. <coughs> they're familiar with these concepts. That there is a Messiah, there's a Mashiach, right? That good that there is evil and good and good will subdue evil. And the world will change. You see, there's a tremendous revelation of awe, You know, there's our forces that can be used for good or evil. There are so many different uh, things, and the world is familiar with them. Just like the Muslim uses Christianity to promote uh, biblical themes, Yadus, judaic themes, Christianity. Right? How uh, would you believe this? <coughs> but he does. He uses Hollywood. He uses a certain. He uses all of these beings that are Tomei and from them come incredible tachan and kedusha. But only he could do that. We can't even touch
1: that. So what's our job? You see? What's our job? He said we're supposed to be bringing Mashiach, but he seems to be doing it through. That's it. that. That's his business. Uh,
0: we don't. We just have it. to do what we have. To do. We have to do what we have to do. Yeah. We're we on mitzvahs. All that. We're to do the mitzvahs, <coughs> which is the direct. But the Moshiach has such unbelievable koyach you see, that... um, Yeah, and the one who who made a classic mistake was Shatz. Shatzai Tzvi. tzvi. the Ramcha wrote a whole sefer against Shatzai Kines Hashem (coughs) Tzvokos, that's why he wrote that book. Kenes Hashem Tzvokos. Who wrote it? Ramcha. To to, uh, deny or to defy the sheet of Shatz. Shatz held that you can go into the Tumor and take out the Gidusha. So therefore, he was khute. Terrible sins that come out, this guy. I didn't want to go into this stuff. Shopsite space. And then his, his major student was Frank. I don't even know if Frank had all kinds of things going on, orgies, I don't want to get into it, because he held the, the orgies. I, 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 don't even, I don't even get into that kind of stuff, whatever. But this guy was the biggest con guy you ever met. You Who, know, Shops? Uh, fr- well, Frank. Nice. Frank, I think his name is Jacob Frank. Uh, he just and um, he was another false messiah, Frank. No, Frank. I don't think he was the town of, of shots. He was a ton of shots. Yeah, he just carried it to its yeah. ultimate conclusion. <laughs> yeah. You know, he it's a like a you know, yeah, sure, he's Jewish. There's only Jews that do this, anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, but what do you see? Uh, that the Barsham's will won't be frustrated. He will. The Barsham will use. He's not restricted to using tzaddikim to bring him Shi'a. No, he used Tumor. In fact, why is there a messianic era, ultimately? Why is it that everybody dies and gets the Abba? What do you need this messianic era for? You ever wonder? You know, God takes a test and that's it. Yeah. And the answer is because the Yemois HaMashiach shows that everybody was a pawn in the hands of God. That's what it shows. And the Rosh L- wants to show that Ulem hazeh you can have as a... Uh, tremendous time of reward and so on and that all these evil things institutions they thought they were doing their own agenda but in the end
1: everybody served the purpose yeah. of the creation is that what it means the, the Hazal that say that they're all going to come in one and of them, reward you know say we exactly yeah exactly yeah hey we want reward for the movies
0: because we influence so many people to believe in God you know I mean, they're they're going to have different Thailanders. Rome's going to say we built so many bridges Mm -hmm. and so on, you know. So the was there, of course, you did it for yourself. You didn't do it for anybody else. You did it to make money and all that kind of stuff or to destroy religion. But ultimately, the Voschim turned it around to be an incredible uh, promoter of of Yiddishkeit. We can't engage in that kind of stuff. To us, you try to do that kind of stuff, you're finished. You know, you shake hands with the Sultan, you can't make a deal with him. You shake hands with with the Sultan, you know, you're his. you're his, that's the end of it, and so on, you know. But the Barshan, the secret of the Parat Duma, is that the Barshan can use Tumor itself to bring the greatest Tahar into Dusha. Only he can do that. But we don't know how it functions. I'm just giving you some examples, give a little taste, you know. But this goes on, <coughs> it's infinite how it goes on and on and so on and so on. And so, on, and so, on. So, you know? so therefore, this is a very important uh, concept to understand. Uh, about you know the necessities of doing the team bus and so on. Okay, that's it.
1: We break. But how well, does that, Sahar? Of- uh, what? You were saying about the, the, the species in the world. Yeah. I was thinking of Yossum, be awesome, right? Yeah. Because I'll say it was gigantic. Yeah. Huge. So oh, it could be the the, the, the lesson for yeah. us is just like uh, Yoson is huge. We can. not see the whole thing or whatever, the same thing, copy, there's no other piece. You know, Fine.
0: Fine. The real reason why this is a awesome, lupiazim, it's an incredible source of omega-3. You would
1: need the point. Thank you very much.